0: Behold, the fields are white, it's Harvest Time. With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Ressaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Balu and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. How I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out today, get your Bible, and follow along with us. As we open God's eternal word, we're looking today at the book of Matthew, chapter number 16, and I'm reading verse number 24, and the following verse says The Bible said, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life, For my sake, the same shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? That's reading Matthew chapter number 16, verses 24, 25, and verse number 26. We continue our study in the thought of going on with God I'm aware of the fact that I've spent much time on this subject, and we still have several broadcasts to go. But my burden is there are so many people sitting in our churches who feel like they cannot do anything, and as long as the devil has them convinced of that, they will remain as they are and never amount to much in the work of the Lord. But my desire is that God, through the Word of God, will challenge you and convince you that you can do something and then call you and get you going and doing the work that God desires for you to do. May I say to you, there is much to be done. The harvest truly is plenteous and the labors are few. In our study thus far, we have looked at the possibility of going on with God. And I pointed out to you, the book of Hebrews chapter number 11 is filled with with men who went on with God. From Abraham, we learned that there is sacrifice in going on with God. From Isaac, we learned there is submission in going on with God. From Jacob, we learned there is sovereignty in going on with God. God has a will, a plan, a place, a purpose for all of our lives. Then from Joseph, we learned that there is suffering in going on with God. So as we looked at these men, we saw pictures of men going on with God. And then we looked at the pattern that God uses. And I gave you the example of the caterpillar being changed into a butterfly. The scientific word is metamorphosis. The King James Bible uses the word changed or transformed and transfigured, but God changes us from what we were into what He wants us to be as we yield ourselves to Him and His will. He literally takes us beyond ourselves, and we looked at several things that I do not have time to review on the broadcast today in that study, and then we began looking at this procedure of God taking us beyond ourselves. And I want to submit to you, there is one element of going on with God that is God's responsibility. There is another element in going on with God that is man's responsibility. And it's a great day in our Christian life when we learn that God has a plan that He does not violate. In that plan, we must recognize that there is God's side and there is man's side. God will not do man's responsibility, and man cannot do God's responsibility. So we must learn to cooperate with God and move forward as God directs us and works in our life. And I've been basing the study now for some time on the subject of how far are you willing to go? We looked at it all of last week, and I mentioned to you, God works in our lives in cycles. There are four simple words that I'm dealing with in these cycles. Number one, there is calling. God calls. Number two, God convicts. Then as God tightens the screws of conviction down, then we comply, we conform. And with that, God gives an immediate comfort and we enter into a comfort zone. So we see in our study from the word of God that God takes us through these cycles. It seems like just about the time we get to enjoy in our comfort zone, then here comes God calling us again. And I pointed out to you, first of all, Now that God approaches us in salvation, He calls us to be saved. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 11, verse number 28, Our Lord said, Come, that's the plea. Come unto me, that's the place. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, that's the people. Then there's a promise He said, I will give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will. Give you rest. God speaks to the heart of the individual and says to them, Come to me, I'll save you, I will give you rest. And I don't have time to review it again, but I want to tell you I remember well the time that God came to me the first time in conviction of my sin. Let me realize I was a sinner. I was going to hell, and then caused me to realize that Christ Jesus loved me and died in my place. And oh, the burden of conviction was heavy upon my soul. But then the burden of conviction brings the blessing of conversion. So God called, God convicted, and then I came to Christ. I called upon Him for salvation, and God saved me by His grace, and I entered into the comfort zone of living the Christian life. And I enjoyed that comfort zone, but it was not long till here comes God again. And this time, God is not calling me to be saved a second time, but God is calling me to separation the Bible said in the book of Second Corinthians chapter six, verse number 17, "Wherefore come you out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. So God calls us to separate. And I mentioned again, our flesh does not immediately want to respond to God's call of separation. And so we put it off. Well, without putting it off, God literally turns the pressure up and builds conviction upon us because of our unwillingness to come out from among the world and be separate. And God continues to deal with us. Finally, we give into the pressure of God's conviction and we comply to his call to come out from among them. And immediately when we comply Once again, we enter into the comfort zone. The joy of being separated is almost as sweet as the joy of being saved. And please understand what I'm saying. You do not get totally separated the moment you're saved. And you do not get totally separated with one trip to the altar. But as you hear preaching, as you study the Word of God... As you fellowship with other saints of God, then the Holy Spirit will uncover the sins that are there in your life, and you'll make many trips to the altar, confessing your sins and forsaking them in order to go on with God. And I want to tell you again, your flesh is just like mine, it has its own will, It wants its own way. Our flesh is stubborn. We do not give in to God's leadership of our lives easily. But I want to thank God that he doesn't give up. He just keeps having the man of God preach to us and deal with us until finally we come to the place where we're willing to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Then we can run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Let me just take a moment while I'm here and say to you today, am I speaking to somebody who, say, preacher, I know I'm saved, but for some reason, God does not seem to be using my life. Preacher, I just seem like I'm setting still. I'm not going forward. I'm not growing. I'm not doing anything. Let me ask you the question, are you hanging on to sins of the flesh? Are you hanging on to sins of this world? Friend, listen, you cannot walk in the power of God and live in the pleasure of sin. The pollution of sin robs you of the purity of God's holiness, and God will not bless you with sin in your life. Am I speaking to someone today whose habits are keeping you? from going on with God. Am I speaking to someone today who has allowed their hobbies to keep them from getting in church faithfully, praying and reading their Bible as they should, and going on with God? I want to tell you, dear friend, this Bible said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, no man can serve two masters. You'll either love the one and hate the other, or else you will cling to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So if you're going to go on with God, you're going to have to lay aside sin after sin. Let me just give you a couple of verses. The Bible said in Romans chapter 12, verse number one and two, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, and acceptable, and perfect will of God. God said he wants you and I who are saved to present our bodies a living sacrifice that is dead to self, and then he said, holy and acceptable unto God. That is discipline from sin. And then he wants us to give it because it's our reasonable service, dedicated to service. So he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. The Bible said in First Thessalonians chapter 5, to shun the very appearance of evil, The Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Friend, if we're going to go on with God, we must separate ourselves, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, 超 Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today, how I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study His Word together. Let me encourage you that you pray for the broadcast, that the Lord would bless it and use it to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you that you write to us and share with us in the financial burden of the radio ministry. We have a few churches and individuals that support us on a monthly basis, but we need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for us? And then as the Lord directs your heart, sit down and write to us and share with us in the financial burden. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time 179 Promised Land Drive Resaca, Georgia 30735. That's Harvest Time 179 Promised Land Drive Resaca, Georgia 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast.